Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat, and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. everyone to the PA the FI Way podcast. Thanks so much for joining me for the show today. Whether you are a current PA or a future PA, I hope that the things that you are working on are going really well for you. I just recently gave a presentation to one of the local Minnesota PA programs about telemedicine and I talked about the history of telemedicine, the benefits of telemedicine for patients and providers, as well as some of the challenges of telemedicine. And then when our state PA society recently hosted a CME conference, I was able to present both to my PA peers who were earning CME credit, as well as to any PA students that wanted to learn about common financial mistakes that a lot of new PAs make when they're first starting to practice as a PA. Over the past couple of years, I have found that I have really enjoyed presenting, whether it's to PA students who will be our future colleagues shortly, or my fellow current PA colleagues. So if you are either a PA student or a practicing PA that is affiliated with a PA program or a state PA society, and you are looking for presenters to talk about different topics like telemedicine, burnout, psychiatry, or financial topics for PA students or practicing PAs, such as common mistakes and what to do instead, why pursuing financial independence is essential, or even topics that will help you better your financial situation, such as negotiation, job searching, contracts, please feel free to send me an email to pathefiway at gmail.com and I'd be happy to talk about what you're interested in and if I might be a good fit to help you out by providing a presentation. If you are a longtime listener to the PA the FIWA podcast, you may have been somewhat surprised to see the title of today's episode. Because for today's episode, I want to talk about the drawbacks of financial independence. And as you know, I am very much an encourager and supporter of the financial independence community. And back on episode 56, I talk about why it's essential that every PA pursue financial independence. And I think that it's not applicable only to PAs, but other healthcare workers as well. But as with anything in life, there can be some potential drawbacks, and I want to cover those today, but also talk about the solutions to try to help lower the risk of these or prevent them from happening at all. So as you know, financial independence is a great goal to aspire to, as it gives you the freedom to live the life that you want without the need to work for a regular wage or salary. FI or financial independence is the point where you have enough wealth or income to support your lifestyle without the need to work for a regular income. At this point, work is optional. I am a huge advocate for PAs like myself, my colleagues, future PAs who are currently PA students, and all other healthcare workers to pursue FI. 
as it gives you many freedoms and opportunities, along with helping with burnout in our broken healthcare system. While there are many potential benefits to financial independence as well as pursuing financial independence on the journey to FI, it is important to also consider the few potential drawbacks or challenges that may come with it. So let's go over a few potential drawbacks of financial independence. The first is lifestyle changes. Achieving financial independence often requires significant changes to your lifestyle, which includes sacrificing immediate gratification and practicing delayed gratification by doing things such as saving more money, reducing your expenses, and investing in assets that generate income, some of which can be passive income. For some people, these changes can be challenging and may require a period of adjustment. So for example, if you are the type of person that is more on the impulsive side and sees something you like and wants to buy it right away, that can be a really tough habit to break. So what is the solution to this? It is important to find a budgeting method for you that doesn't feel restrictive. Your budget should allow for some expenses that you can choose to buy whenever and wherever you want. You should also automate as much of your finances as you can to make saving and investing easy for you. Learn more about how to automate your finances to help set you up for success back in episode 23. Additionally, getting on the same page as your spouse or your partner will help you feel like you're working on a common goal together as teammates instead of feeling as though you two have opposite goals and being pulled in different directions. So it's really important to have frequent and open and honest communication and do your absolute best to try not to be judgmental during those conversations, which can be difficult as well. Another potential drawback of financial independence is loss of social connections. If you no longer have to work for a living, you may find that you miss the social connections and sense of purpose that come from having a job. This can be especially true if you were previously in a career that you enjoyed. Although I haven't reached FI yet, I've been gradually setting myself up to create a life that I'm enjoying on the way to financial independence. For me personally, this has included recently starting a telemedicine role that is 100% remote from home. If you are interested in getting into telemedicine a little bit more, whether adding to your current practice or picking up a per diem role or switching altogether, you can take a look in the show notes for the link to the free download that I have called Transition to Telemedicine, and the information in there can help you find a telemedicine role. Otherwise, if you go over to my website, pathefiway.com, in the upper right-hand corner, you'll also see Transition to Telemed tab that you can click on. Although my introverted self loves being a homebody and not having to feel the pressure to chat all day long with my coworkers, occasionally there are a few days where I will miss being able to chat with some of my former coworkers. And this is because I have been incredibly fortunate to work with some amazing RNs, MAs, MDs, DOs, NPs, and other PAs, and other healthcare team members throughout my career. So a solution for this is to continue to currently cultivate your friendships and relationships outside of your workplace. So once you reach financial independence, you will still have those other connections in place. You can certainly continue to stay in contact with your current coworkers too. That can certainly be challenging though once you leave a role. With all relationships, it's important to try to be intentional 
and reach out to connect to maintain that friendship or relationship. Another potential drawback of financial independence is health concerns. If you are used to a busy, active lifestyle, you may find that being financially independent leaves you with more time on your hands. This certainly could be a good thing, especially if you are really stressed and so busy every week, working 60 hours a week or more. But having more time on your hands could also lead to other feelings of things like boredom or restlessness, or even a decline in your physical or mental health if you do not continue to find ways to stay active and engaged. The solution to this is to work on figuring out ways to lead a healthy lifestyle now on your way to financial independence. Find an exercise routine that you enjoy, or at least tolerate, doing. Have accountability partners or go for walks with friends or family. And figure out nutritious foods that you love. Try cooking them in different ways. Add different seasonings to make them taste better if you need to as well. In episode 19, I talked about investing in your health on your journey to financial independence, so that episode could have a lot of good tips for you as well. Another potential drawback to financial independence is relationship challenges. Achieving financial independence could also lead to changes in your relationships with others, particularly if you are in a marriage or a partnership. It is important to discuss these changes with your partner and make sure that you're both on the same page about your financial goals and how you will spend your time. The solution to this is to begin discussing your current financial goals with your partner now, but also what you envision your future FI life to look like. Are you both on the same page or are you not even in the same book in some areas? Once you reach financial independence, will one of you or both of you or neither of you stop working at that point? Certainly these plans can change with time, but having frequent check-ins with your partner can be helpful so you don't feel like you are each going in opposite directions and eventually blindsided by a goal that your partner has that you feel like came out of left field. There are a couple of good exercises that can help you have discussions with your significant others, such as where do you see us in three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, etc., as well as what does your best day ever look like? If you could wake up and do anything anywhere with anyone, what would it look like? And then share that information with each other and talk about it. Another potential drawback to financial independence is lack of structure. If you're used to having a regular work schedule and structure to your days, you may find it difficult to adjust to a more flexible schedule. This could be especially true if you do not have a clear plan for how you will spend your time once you reach five. This can also lead to lower motivation. So the solution to this is to think about what your goals and purpose will be once you reach financial independence. Will you spend more time doing hobbies you already love, or will you try different new hobbies out to see if you like them? Will you work on projects that are important to you? Will you decide to help out with teaching the next generation of healthcare workers? Will you volunteer for a cause, such as a charity or an organization, that is important to you? Once you know what your goals and purpose will be, block times off during your week where you'll be working on those things. And similar to that previous one, the last drawback I want to talk with you about is a loss of purpose. For some, reaching financial independence could lead to a loss of purpose, 
loss of fulfillment, or loss of identity. Without the need to work for financial reasons, some may find it difficult to find meaning in their daily lives. The solution to this is, again, before you reach financial independence, discover what brings a sense of purpose and fulfillment to your life currently outside of your workplace. For example, do you feel as though your purpose is to spend more time with your family and maybe be more present with your children as they grow? Perhaps you even decide to take on a role that helps with the education of your kids, either on a consistent basis or maybe you take them on extended trips and try to educate and teach them during those trips as well. Or do you find purpose with volunteering for things that are meaningful for you? You can start that now and try to find the different causes that bring you more fulfillment than others in your life. Do you enjoy helping and teaching others, either learn a specific skill or understand a challenging topic? You could start doing that now and give back to either the future generation of PAs or other healthcare workers or give back to your kids or your nieces and nephews by teaching them things as well. Or maybe you decide you want to teach your peers or your colleagues by creating a course or writing a book or even beginning a podcast. So we have reviewed a few different drawbacks of financial independence, but I hope you can see that they all have solutions of what you can do now, as well as what you can do when you reach financial independence to help prevent some of these drawbacks happening in your life. While reaching financial independence can be a rewarding and fulfilling goal, it is important to be aware of these potential challenges and to plan for them as you work towards your financial goals. It is also really important to remember that reaching FI does not necessarily mean that you need to stop working altogether. If you get purpose and fulfillment in your work, you likely could find different ways to be able to work on your own terms and working the days or hours that you want to, or pursue work that is meaningful to you, even if it does not necessarily generate a wage or salary that you're currently used to. If you found the information in this episode helpful, share the link to this episode with your friends, your colleagues, your significant others, and go ahead and either subscribe to the show or follow the show on the podcast player that you are listening to this on and leave a written review about what you enjoy about the podcast. If you would like more support on your financial journey, my schedule is also open to add some more coaching clients to help you better understand a topic or have an open discussion about your current financial goals and questions. These could be things like different career goals or burnout or better understanding investments or paying off debt. The list is quite extensive and much of this information is found in these podcast episodes. But again, if you'd like a little bit more help, definitely please reach out to me either through social media or by sending an email to pa.byway at gmail.com. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on. But more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.